Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Petite Podcast. That's right. This is the last episode of 2023. This is December 28th. This is our 2023 year in review. Crew is here. We're out the bad guy. That Valkyrie girl. What's up, guys? How you doing? I am doing excellent. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather, but you know, I'm okay. Yeah. Megan, how are you? Okay, doing good. Hanging in there. Enjoying the downtime between holidays. The black void that is the gap between Christmas and New Year's. (laughs) Yes, yes. Unfortunately, do not adjust your screen. You are not imagining things. That's right. Akka is not with us tonight. Our buddy Jeff is under the weather today, so he is not here, unfortunately. Jeff, if you're listening to this, I hope you feel better soon, buddy. I know it's not fun. We're all going through it, you know, right now. Everybody's getting sick at this time of year, but stick it out, bud. You'll get better soon. Hang in there, Jeff. Um, Tonight's show is going to be whatever it, it turns out to be. We're going to reminisce on our 2023 year. Uh, it may go overboard. It may be a very short one. We don't really know. Uh, it'll be something. We'll say it'll be something. One thing is for sure. Our 2023 year has been insane. We had a very busy year. We did a bunch of stuff. Uh, we had a, we you know put together our own events. Uh, we had again booths at cons, um, the podcasts, guests. I mean, you name it. It has been a crazy year. Was there for you guys that moment in the year though that you're the most proud of, or was there that one thing this year that was like, wow, like that was that was the coolest thing this year? I was gonna say I really liked. I'm. <laughs> it's a weird thing for me to pick because I don't like beer, but I really liked mm-hmm. the May the Fourth event that we did because it was yeah. like a fun way to like start out the year. I feel like it kind of like mm-hmm. kicked off con season, and it was nice to have that like star wars interaction and something outside of a convention to like ease into the the beginning of everything mm-hmm. i didn't go to that one however that was the event that inspired me to create a star wars cosplay so well, there you go i have you one for have the one. next year yes. there you go yeah for me it was uh comic-con mm-hmm. to be honest with you comic-con was probably my favorite con of the year it was a good one yeah. yeah, I uh, I think I, I have to uh, agree with Megan. Um, May the 4th, or maybe we can take a minute and talk about May the 4th right now. Um, Jeff and our buddy Mike, who love going to this place called the London Brewing Co-op. And they, they're the ones that really came up with this idea and worked this out with these guys and said, listen, we want to do a Star Wars event for May the 4th. We want to have a bunch of people come up you know, cosplayers come dressed up. We want to have a great time. It coincided with their trivia night, which they turned into a Star Wars oh trivia God. night. Which was insanity. It was insanity. Uh, there were so many people there. It was crazy. And they made us our own beer. Now, if you guys didn't know, that's right. We got our own May the 4th honey lager with the Geeks & Co. logo on it. Like it, our actual branded beer. Which was nuts, right? Like, this was just for fun. Well, this wasn't for fun because let me tell you something. <laughs> they sold out of this by 7 p.m. That's crazy. Okay. 
we didn't even make the trivia. <laughs> they need to be more prepared next year. Yeah, more for beer. sure. They yeah, underestimated they the Geeks and Co. They really did. And, and they, they had gotten equipped with this new system to make small test batches. When we were the first small test batch to come out of this new system, which was fantastic. They did this for us completely free. Uh, I mean, they made all the profits, obviously, of this, but they didn't charge us anything to do this. Uh, it was a way for them to test their new setup. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I brought home a six-pack. That's it. Yeah. I was like, and it was a really nice way to be able to, like, partner up and do something for charity and have, like, a fun mm -hmm. event with our friends at the same time, which, it, yay! It, yeah, it really was. And we raised some money um, with Dad Club London for Ronald McDonald House. So that was amazing. Uh, Ronald McDonald House, like the guys, sorry, not Ronald McDonald House, the guys from Dad Club, they wanted to do this whole like check handing over thing, you know. And <laughs> Giant check. Yeah, I felt a little weird about that. Like I was like, we're not, we don't do this to like, advertise that you know look at how good we are we're doing charity that that was not the point right so i felt personally a little weird about doing all that but i did tell them like if, if this is something that you guys want us to do so that you can post it and yeah we'll do it we'll, we'll come up dressed up and you know we'll do all that but yeah because yeah. promotional things for charities tend they need stuff to be like look Look at what these people did. Also, please give us money. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and that's totally fair. And if that's what they wanted, we would have totally done it. They wanted to do it for us. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't need that. Yeah, like, that like, I feel <laughs> weird about, you know, like, I don't want to, like, you know, I'll flash money. You know, like, I'm not that kind of guy at all, right? So, no. But it was great. We did a live podcast from there. Yeah. <clears throat> It was fantastic because we actually got to interview the guys from Dad Club London. So that was really cool. Um, actually, we got to speak to a bunch of people, a lot of the London and um, Kitchener area people that were there as well. So that was awesome. Uh, and you're right. It was a chance for everybody to get together to launch con season. It was really other than Toronto Comic Con, which was in March. Yeah. May the 4th is really the first one of the year uh, where we all get together and, 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 and drink beer and have some fun and, and get dressed up, right? I mean, yep. like, why not? We're, we're just looking go. for reasons. There you go, to Rob. Up, right? Next so, year, you need to go. You have your costume now. You have no, no, I got no Yeah, I got no more excuses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Rob, you were talking about Toronto Comic Con. So why don't you why don't you take it out take it away? What 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 was it about Toronto Comic Con for you that really made it the event of the year? Well, there was two aspects to it. One was the pillars that we we made about mm -hmm. about a year ago this time. Um, those were those were a blast to make, and they were a blast to debut, which we did at Toronto Comic Con. So the, <clears throat> there was that aspect to it. There's also just that one was the 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 highlight of the year for me for in terms of cons because let's face it it was the only one that we were on the floor for <laughs> and it was a lot more um a little more compact i like the more compactness of it there was more action where we were we were right near the the nikon booth which yep. was a blast was so cool. to be around um i don't know i really i, I got a good vibe from that one that was my 
That was my highlight of 2023 was that particular con. Yeah, it was really I'm, nice being in like the North Building, having the wall of windows. You don't feel like you're like buried away in a basement. Yeah. Daylight. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit as much as the North Building does feel smaller than the South Building. Um, which, like you say, it makes it for not just a more compact con, but I mean, the crowds were stupid. Yeah, right on the Saturday, like, like, step away a little bit. Yeah, on Saturday, it was like literally wall to wall people just being herded down the aisles, right? Um, so that that was a little much, which, and let's be honest, that was the reason, like, not, not, not that this is a good thing, but that was the reason for how overreactive they went for fan expo with their non-crowding right yeah <laughs> that's and how crowded fan uh, toronto comic-con was was the overreaction they did for fan expo i don't know if this is accurate this is something that i heard from someone that also is at these cons that i'm not gonna say because if the information's wrong i don't want to throw that person under the bus either but my understanding is that when the fire marshals came through for comic-con they said no more yeah this cannot happen anymore like this is this is not this is illegal not safe right yeah. it's not safe um but it was fucking you're right it was so much was fun party, everybody though. was there it was a party yeah. we were right in the middle of the action uh yeah it, it was it was a fantastic time and you're right we got to debut the pillars um I mean, we had never done anything like that before. Like, it's, no. it was the first time we decided, okay, well, let's build a set instead of, or set pieces, I should say, instead of a costume, um, which I'm, I still hope we could do more of in the future, but it always becomes a question of, of space, right? If yeah. if we don't have the space, well, there's what's the point of making bigger things? Yeah. Where are we going to put them, right? Uh, but it was nice to be able to do that, and, and, and it gave us a little bit of a theme for that con. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere for Toronto Comic Con was out of this world. It really was. It really was the atmosphere that. Yeah, it's a different yeah. vibe than all of the other ones this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Ali here saying my IG feed was full of the 360 video boots. That the Nikon they did so good. Oh, they blew it up. That booth alone was the attraction of the weekend. Everybody was at that booth constantly. People just going back, right? They do it and then they go line right back up to do it again. Like it was just nonsense. And you can uh, tell how popular it got how quickly based off of like the number of booths that had a 360 yeah. expo came around. Uh, there was like three of them, four of them. Also, every event that they went to, they had one. Like everywhere that I see events now, they have those. So it's become very popular very quickly. And I know yeah. why, because it's fun. Yeah, it really, really has exploded. Um, I loved it when they they brought the Daleks in, <laughs> and and the one they had at Comic Con is not like the ones that we saw everywhere at Fan Expo, right? The ones we saw everywhere at Fan Expo, the motor was in the like you're standing on a plate, and the arm is sticking out from the bottom of the plate and it's turning the camera around you. Whereas the one that was at Toronto Comic Con, the camera was on a track. Yes, they had a ring on the ground. Uh, 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 a track on the ground that the camera was rolling on the track around you so they literally opened up the track so they can let the daleks in and they could fit a full dalek in there yeah it was it was really cool that that 
That was awesome. They yeah. set the standard and then everyone was like, oh, yes, good plan. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see what happens next year. I, I guarantee there'll be at least a couple of them. Oh, yeah. They're they're going to be everywhere still. Um, they're very, very popular. People are loving them. Look, the Ahsoka booth at Fan Expo had one. Yeah. Yep. Right. And, and maybe we should talk a little bit about Fan Expo because, you know, Fan Expo is our biggest con of the year. Let's be honest. Yep. There's nothing else. To, like, Four days. Yeah, there's there's nothing else like Fan Expo uh, in Canada anyway. Um, I heard it's like the second or third largest fandom convention in North America, uh, behind San, uh, uh, behind New York and San Diego. San Diego. No, San Diego is actually smaller. Um, yeah, what San Diego has is San Diego has a lot of stuff outside the con. Uh, okay. Right. You could spend the week there and never even go into the convention center because there's so much going on outside the con. But if you count the number of attendees that are going inside the convention center, they actually get less people than we get. at Fan Expo. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's maybe, quite something. Uh, maybe Dragon Con then the like costume one. I think it might be Dragon Con. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, either way, it's it's a massive con. It's it's spread out across two buildings. Um. For us this year, Fan Expo had us a little bit on the down, just because we, we of had a little way, salty. Yeah, we were a little bit salty um, because <laughs> of where they ended up putting us. And, and and I want to make sure that people understand what I'm saying here because I, I was still very appreciative of the fact that they did give us a space. They gave us a massive space. They basically gave us everything that we asked for. The only thing that we did not get is the spot they told us we were going to get originally. Yeah. Yep. Right? We were going to be on the main floor where the DeLorean ended up being. Um, yep. Last minute, they threw us um, in the basement, basically. Not the basement. It's technically the main floor. But for me, the main floor is upstairs, right? Yeah. Uh, so they stuck us in the basement. But that's not even the problem. The real problem that I had for Fan Expo for me was the fact that no there was absolutely zero signage or advertisement yeah. of what was going on in the basement. Yeah. Or anywhere. No one had any idea what was going on. Right? So you didn't know. So if, if you were at the show and you went to the information booth, you didn't know that there was something going on down there, even at the information booth. Because it wasn't even plan. printed on the, the posters they had there, the floor yep. plans. There the, was no floor plan for the floor we were on. No. There was, so there was no floor plan. Around. There was no, no signage. There was no advertising. And then the icing on the cake, we weren't in the directory. Yeah, not in the directory. We weren't even in the exhibitor directory. And then the security guard at the front of the door of the room, which made yeah. it look like you couldn't go in. They were yeah. having people tap their badges because, they again, because of the whole security thing and there being too many people, yeah. They wanted to be able to control or at the very least count how many people were going through these rooms. So they were forcing people in one door and out the other and making people tap as they were coming in. But the back door was wide open the whole time and people could just come in and out of the back door. No problem without yep. tapping. Peak, <laughs> a... peak organization there, right? Right. A theater. And then everybody thought that, oh, I can't go in there. I must You must need a special pass to go in there, right? Because a lot of the rooms, you needed special passes to be able to get into those rooms. Yeah, because they would be like had... celebrity photo ops or autograph yeah. rooms. Or, yeah. 
people walking by saying, "Oh, I wish I could go in there." Yeah, oh, I wish I could go in like, there. You can come in here. Yeah, just come in, right? So I feel like it was a little bit disorganized in that sense that they didn't really like for me it's a free thing that you're offering to the congors for them to do yeah it's right? an incentive for the people who are attending yeah otherwise it's just show up and buy things from vendors <laughs> yeah it's just a flea market otherwise right so this is the 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 value add and you're not telling people about it yeah, I, I thought that that was very weird. That was very weird. I was I also makes... very annoyed with the fact that everybody else was in the South building. Oh, God. The fucking Klingons were in the South buildings. The podcast can podcast awards were in the South building. The 501st, uh, the Halo guys, everybody was in the South building. Yeah, it was a weird cutoff to have like just a few of us in the North. Yeah, us yeah. And I don't know how they it might have just been luck of the draw for who ended up up here, but. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, I all I, the I, featured guests were there too, in in the in uh yeah, but across the hall, side of us, like yeah, the open the hall. Yeah, it was weird Although, though. Yeah, at least I was gonna say the featured guest area actually, since they had the room open the whole time though, everyone had to like tear down their display and set it up again every single day because the room couldn't close. Mm, what do you mean? The walls close? open. So all of the featured guests that brought like props or costumes or things to display because where they were had like the open walls so people could see them but they didn't close the walls every day at the end of the convention when it locked up so I'm pretty sure they did I know, yeah most of the people that i talked to were like tearing down displays and putting them back up every really day. Hmm. i like, was under the understanding they closed those walls you've spent hours and hundreds of dollars on just yeah open to the, open to the public no for sure even for us you know, even for us who are in a room, like luckily we wow. had that back area where we could shove everything to hide a little, little bit, right? Even though our yeah. doors could technically close, like you don't know if they're gonna come and lock them or 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 whatnot, right? So, yeah. do I really want to leave my predator like in the middle of the friggin' convention center where there's 180,000 people going through and you know, unattended? And yeah, no, no, you know. Yeah, for checking, but oh, God. I I don't envy the uh, the woman who ended up being the one in charge of our area because there was so many like swap arounds with who was in charge of what and mm -hmm. who was going to be organizing it and talking to people and she was so nice when she actually came down and she tried to help so much but yeah they just they gave her the task too late into the setup I think she didn't even get assigned to it until what like two or three weeks ahead of time. Oh, you're talking about Noreen. Yeah. Yeah, like a week before. Yeah. Yep. Like a week before she gets dumped on. Like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah. You know. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in her shoes. And 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 she, from my understanding, was also new with the organization. So yeah. this was like her first. You know, toe in. This is how it's gonna be. And whoo, boy. Nothing like like getting thrown to the wolves right to start with. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike is saying here, lots of change in management this year with Informa. Not only lots of changes, but there's more changes coming because they keep posting jobs over and over. I see them come across my feed yeah. all the time. Oh, no. um, oh, really? Yeah, so Informa yeah, is constantly looking for people. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tanith is also saying, I saw them close. I think they just did it later. Yeah, I was also under the impression that they did close those walls at night where... Uh, those guys oh, okay. were because I thought when I came in the morning, 
I remember coming in first thing in the morning and, and, and looking over and they were closed. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it was someone who left early because I remember someone saying, I don't know maybe. who, that they're hmm. like, oh yeah, they like had our walls open so I couldn't leave my things. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think overall Fan Expo, you know, they, they got back a little bit to their original roots as in if you went to the South Building, you actually had um, booths. Right, you actually had like Paramount was there with a big giant yeah. booth, and, yeah, the big and Amazon was there with a big giant booth, and and so on and so forth, which we had lost since the pandemic. Right, we didn't yeah. see any of that for the last few years. No, yeah. none of that. So it was nice to see that stuff come back. The Ahsoka booth, which awesome. we filmed the video in the Ahsoka booth, it was really cool. There was no real interactive thing in the Ahsoka booth other than the 360 video yeah. that you make. Um. But it was nice to see all the props and the concept art, and like it was, it was yeah. really neat. The way they had the display for it, it was really nice. It <laughs> really was. While I was filming yeah. it, I'm like, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome that not only did we get to go film our, our episode in there, but they were all into it. They were like, yeah, for sure. Like, come on, come early before we open up, and we can do that, and we can set you up, blah blah blah, and. They cut us in front of the so line nice. after we were done so that we could yeah. go film a video. And they were really nice. They were they were really cool. So that that was awesome. Um Jen is saying the Paramount Plus booth was booths were oh, yeah. epic because yeah, it was they were. multiple, it was one big giant booth with, with multiple booths in it. Um uh, there was a, a, a twisted metal area, there was a teenage mutant ninja turtles area, there was a Star Trek area. Um, there they had was for Yellowstone as well. They had a Yellowstone yes, set Yellowstone. up. Uh, oh yeah, they had a the living room from Yellowstone yep. set up. Uh, they had a SpongeBob area. It was dope. I mean, it was nice to see companies actually want to promote their stuff and do something for the fans, right? Again, other than just it being a flea market, when fans go, they want to experience stuff. This is the type of stuff that. Fan Expo to me was known for mm -hmm. more back in the day for the video game. Like Xbox had a booth and Sony yeah. had a booth and Nintendo had which we didn't really get a lot of this Remember, year again. Was there a Ubisoft one this year? I don't know if there was a Ubisoft booth this year. There was one there was a Ubisoft booth last year. Okay. I remember the yeah. one from last year, but I don't yeah. remember one from this year. I don't think they had one. I was saying that year. might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jen saying the command chair, yeah, the captain's chair at the so Paramount good. booth was pretty so cool. Good. Yes, um, and it apparently was the actual chair used in not the filming of Strange New Worlds, but when they first de debuted the Strange New Worlds Enterprise on Discovery, that's the chair that was there. It's the actual Discovery Enterprise chair. Oh, really? That, that was so there cool. that you could sit in, yeah. Same with the Twisted Metal van. They had the Twisted Metal yes, van. Yes, that there. was the same oh, one. Yeah, yeah. That's about actually on Street Goose van. Yeah, she was telling us. Yeah, last day of filming, or was it the first day of filming, or whatever it was, it caught the fucking van on fire, and they had to put it out. <laughs> and like, so yeah, that that was that was really cool. Oh, Tiffany Little saying, "I love the little trek pins they gave you in line." I forgot about that. And yes, oh yes, they had the little, uh, uh the, the little deltas. The little gold delta pins 
smaller than a, than an actual delta that you would have on your uniform, but still, they're pretty neat and they're actual metal. Still cool. So you know, Fan Expo wasn't a total bust. Let's be honest. For oh, yeah. us, no, we were just like we're in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, there we're was some frustration. Salty about yeah. the basement, but yeah, it was all right. And again, for me, it wasn't even about the basement as much as the fact that. You know, you're not even going to bother to put us on the floor plan. You know, yeah, that, the lack of communication and like organization. If yeah, we had known ahead of time that's where we were going to be and they had us labeled, would have been fine. It's just expectations were not met based off previous conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, after Fan Expo, two weeks after Fan Expo, three weeks after Fan, three weeks after Fan Expo, we had London Comic Con. I'm going to tell you guys right now, London Comic Con is becoming my favorite con of the year. Um, yeah. It's, it's, there's something about the cosplay community in that area, for one. Um, people just love to cosplay for the love of cosplay. You know, there's no drama, there's no this, there's no that. It, it, everybody just wants to hang out and have fun and cosplay. And we're all nerds and we're all weird and we're all. You know, and nobody cares, right? Um, the people that run London Comic Con, Jake specifically, uh, what an amazing guy. I, you know, that guy is the friggin' best. Again, somebody that you could tell does this because he loves doing it. He puts yeah. on this con because he loves putting on conventions. The other thing that's really cool about London Comic Con is it doesn't feel like just another flea market. The yeah. vendors that you see are cherry picked. They they go through a process of making sure that it's not just the same thing over and over again that you're yeah. seeing at every booth. It's not just pop vinyls after pop vinyls after pop vinyls, right? Yeah, those are the pop vinyl booth that you're gonna see everywhere you're gonna see in London, of course. But sure, everything else, you're not gonna get 10 of them, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Everything else is different. And that's one thing that I really, really, really love about that con. Plus, again, the enthusiasm of the people, right? They, 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 they come to this con to have fun. And, and, and again, for those that don't know about London Comic Con, it's a very small con. Like compared to some of these other cons, like it's, it's tiny. Uh, how many people do, do we know how many people attend London Comic Con every year? Oh, God. Uh, I do not know. I was going to say, like, Jeff would be the one to answer that question. <laughs> It definitely feels bigger than it actually is, though. Like, how, as small as it is, it feels like a bigger con. Yeah, the way that they set it up, like, you don't seem like you can, like, go through it really quickly. There's still little, like, rooms and things to explore and stuff to yeah. find. Yeah. It's the whole building. Both floors. Yeah. It is the whole building. That's one thing. <laughs> I only ever end up going to one day of London Comic Con because it always ends up being in the same weekend as uh, a medieval fair that I vend at. Mm -hmm. So I always end up missing the Saturday, but I come on the Sundays. Yeah, and, and it's just funny. one day. Like it's a really fun one, and being able to see you guys do uh, your interview for that—that that was so cool. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, what was your? We need to find a highlight there for you. We need to find a way. Hey, before you go into that, we we need to to find a way to to, to somehow make it to that medieval fair at some point, because funny enough, a lot of the community. Sorry, the dogs are freaking out here. I don't know why. I don't know if you can hear them or not. Um, a lot of the cosplay community goes to the 
medieval fair on the Saturday, and then I'll end up at London Comic Con on the Sunday. So a lot of times at London Comic Con, yeah. Sunday is the busier day because that's when all the cosplayers come out, right? Uh, Steve says, site says well over 10,000 10, people attended London Comic Con in Ontario. So nice. London Comic Con, 10,000 people, that's still a pretty good number. Uh, and they have good guests. You know, that's the other thing, too, is they have guests mm. that, look, that are approachable. Uh, and I'm going to yep. get down to, to my highlight, Rob, like you were asking, Lou Ferrigno. Yep. We got to interview Lou Ferrigno live on stage. We got to host the Q&A. That was awesome. Um, if if you were to I, I never posted the video because I, I was missing too many parts of it, um, which is fine because all I did was sit there for a half an hour fangirling, you know, while Jeff had to take <laughs> over because... I mean, I was so I I I could barely ask a single question. Um, he was so sweet, <laughs> even just sitting like listening in the crowd. Like he really listens and like tries to give detailed and informative answers to like audience questions to your questions. You can tell he really likes interacting with fans. Mm -hmm. His answers are thoughtful. Yeah, and, and, and same with Kyle. We also met Kyle Bear. We got to host his Q and A. Uh, for those that don't know, Kyla Bear is uh, uh, Gohan, and Gohan or Goku it is Gohan, isn't it? He's Gohan in Dragon Ball Z, uh, the Dragon Ball series, basically. Uh, same with him; like you could tell, he just loves it, right? He loves answering questions. He loves talking about what he does. It shows you that these people actually have a passion for what they do, right? Because if if they didn't love the what they do the way that they love it wouldn't be able to talk about it the way they talk about it right so yeah, that that was sure. awesome um oh tennis says ren fair in trek was a blast yeah so we <laughs> yep, again, awesome. we did miss that as well uh the away team hit the ren fair this year they did uh, indeed um <laughs> again i wasn't there so i couldn't see it i saw pictures but nobody unfortunately filmed much video so we couldn't really get any any Live action. Uh, it was, it was I, very fun seeing like the other uh, Ren Fair people's reaction to like Jeff and the whole crew dressed up in the Star Trek gear. You can tell some people are like, "Why are they doing that?" But for the most part, like everyone there is a nerd, right? So like <laughs> they all get it. Like the Queen, the one who's playing the Queen uh, Charlene at those events, she was so into it. She asked for a photo with them, and like most of the people there just got a kick out of it. It was very fun. Yeah, another one that we're going to have to try to make. Uh, when is that one usually? Uh, so last year was October. This year is going to be the end of September. The end of September. Is there I anything think it's else the, happening uh, the Let me September? see if I can actually find it. It's the, oh, I want to say the 28th. One minute. Let's see. We're going to have to see if we can somehow swing that because, you know. Yeah, it'll be September 28th and 29th. Um, I tried to drop in on this and surprise everybody, and then I got the day wrong. <laughs> I Rob showed up, up on the Saturday. Saturday. Oh, you went the wrong day? I'm like, where is everybody? I'm checking the bar because that's where everybody would be, and there's nobody there. And Yeah, Rob comes by like, my booth. I'm messaging and like, hey, we're here to see you? this. It's like, um, they're here tomorrow. I just drove three hours to get here. Good job, Rob. Rob, good job. I appreciated your visit. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I guess we have to talk about the last con of the year that we did. Um, do we have to talk about it? I mean, what was that one called again? So, guys, we uh, we attended the Northern Nationals. Uh, mm. it, it was the Northern Nationals Collectors Convention, and um, lovely Windsor was it Windsor Windsor it was in Windsor Ontario. Ontario. Um, nobody showed up for this con. Like we spent the weekend just you know hanging out with the people in the room that we were in, the Ghostbusters and the Klingons and uh, Lacey and Jeff and and Lindy and and you know Cutie for the one day. Yeah, All they paid her hours. to come in the wrong day and leave a day early. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Let's not get into what the fuck is wrong with those guys because that could be its own episode. Anyway. But. So nobody showed up at this con, uh, which is too bad because there were a lot of vendors. This was a, a, a trading card-based con. So you didn't have a lot of the typical flea market-style vendors. There were a couple, but you had a lot more board game vendors, trading card vendors, Pokemon. Pokemon everything. Pokemon yes, everything lots there. Of Pokemon. Um, lots of Godzilla. Oh, yes. I mean, this was kind of branded as uh, a Toho Godzilla thing. Um, we got to meet another Predator, right? We got to meet the Predator from The Predator. Yep. Um, we got of- to meet Alan Henry. That's where we met Alan for the first time yeah. was in London, uh, who was on just last week. I was going to say, making those good connections. So, you know, as much as it was too bad that the 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 convention was was you know, partially attended. Yeah, there was there's nobody there and there was a lot of issues and and you know, and and I hate saying that we're never going to go again, but we're not going again. Um <clears throat> I don't think it's ever going to happen again. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think they'll ever do another one of those. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen <clears throat> again. It was such a flop. Um which is too bad. Because I, I've said this before, we need more of those smaller cons. Every area needs a smaller con. Like if we want these cons to survive, if we want bigger and better cons, the smaller ones need to happen. You know what I mean? Same thing with us here in the Oshawa area. We don't have a, a proper small convention in the Durham area. You know, I would love for something like the Northern Nationals to be here. Mm-hmm. We'd advertise the shit out of it. But again, that was another problem. People didn't even know it was happening. People were walking into the casino and they were like, oh, what's going on up there? How do you, how are you coming here? And you don't know. Sign, yeah. yeah, a little placard. Uh, oh, convention up the stairs. Convention second floor. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. those smaller cons can be really nice. I know, um, actually, I think they are going to be doing it again. There's one in Kitchener that they do called Tricon, and I think it's planned for February again this year. They did it last year, and it didn't go because it used to be kind of like, eh? but I got some good reviews for it, so I might sh- check it out this year. Tricon. And yep. Where is this one? It's, uh, I would say it's in Kitchener. Oh, it's in Kitchener. Oh. Yeah, let's see if I can actually find the information on it again. Yeah, another one we should probably start checking out. Uh, another one that I want to try to make this year is um, the Awesome Toy Show. We just attended in costume last year. Was it last year? I guess I it, was it was last, last year. December. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'd love, he, he, you know, he's been wanting us to have a setup there and, and I'd love to go there. Um, I'd love to do more of the smaller shows, you know, uh, I, I feel like that's, that's where a lot of these smaller shows are run by people that are actual fans, right? People that mm-hmm. are in these fandoms and they do it because they love doing it. And, and to them, it's more than just a flea market. Right. So those are the cons I think that we need to start focusing on over the next, the next little while, but, uh, oh, okay. Here. So they do have it. So this year, actually, it's going to be January 20th. So oh, they're wow. starting like early in the year. Uh, it's at the museum downtown. And then, yeah, it says here, immerse yourself in all things pop culture, sci-fi, comic, anime, visual arts, digital technology, interactive tech art, and more. So they've got it the Saturday and the Sunday. Interesting. So it'll be a small one. Honestly, though, we have um, Hacksmith, if you've ever seen his stuff. Yeah. He's, like, locally, so he tends to go to uh, these sort of ones. So you'll see, like, all of the, like, lightsaber things that he makes and those sort of stuff. So it's very, it's an interesting one to go to, and it isn't very expensive. I don't think we're going to see him at cons anymore. Yeah? Yeah. He's, uh, from my understanding, he's battling cancer right now. Oh. Um, his channel has cut down a lot. A lot of his staff is taking over. Um, so he's been ill, and although it, I believe he's doing well, I don't but know. Still, that you want to take time him. and like focus yeah. on getting better. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to see him at cons anymore. Tricon 2024. We'll have to check this one out. Um, again, maybe just show up for an afternoon and, and come and hang out, you know, but January. Yeah. January 20th. I wasn't ready to go to another con in three weeks, but. <laughs> Hi, are we <laughs> yeah. less than a month? That's uh, a bit early. Yeah. I'm quite ready for that one. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, all that to say that the, the last con of the year was a little bit of a letdown. Um not to mention the fact that we drove five hours to get there. Um, Windsor in general felt like a ghost town. It really did. It really did. Like we were For, walking down the street and you're literally walking down the middle of the street and there's no cars. And this was no felt people. like a downtown area right next to the water. You could see yeah. Detroit from there. It was a beautiful spot, but it felt like an apocalyptic kind yeah, of ghost scene. Town. Nobody there, but, but us. Yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Well, it's a weird mix. Listen, if they're able to do this again, and and, and I, I hope they do, if they're able to get the people from Detroit to come over, which I think was the play that they should have bagged on, is trying to get the Americans to come and, come and spend their American dollars at this con. Yep. That would have been the play. Uh, if they could somehow do that, I'm sure that con could be successful, but the way it was run this year and with the amount of people that attended, I really don't think this con is going to happen. I really don't. You know, especially no. when, you know, you're, you're, you're spending money on, on printing jerseys and t-shirts and like t-shirts for every day and a special Jersey commemorating the thing for all the volunteers. And, and listen, it, Moving on. I don't want to get into it. What else happened in 2023? An amazing guest who you had on last week. We did. You're right. And that's and that's the way I have to see it is that if it wasn't for that, we never would have met Alan. Right? He never would have been on the show. We wouldn't have met, you know, like I said, we met another predator. We met another Godzilla. Um who was also a predator in a fan film, but still. Uh I feel like we've met almost every actor or like uh 
monster actor that has played every predator uh for the first one so we're missing the original so i believe it was the same guy that played the predator in the first and second movie uh we haven't met him yeah uh and then i don't know about predators because there was a bunch of them in that movie right mm, so i don't right. know who those guys were um but funny enough him he played both the super predator and the the bounty hunter predator oh really yeah so he fought himself basically yeah <laughs> yeah i was asking him about that and he was like yeah yeah he's like there was a double you know was like, there was another guy um actually there was a third guy in the in when they originally filmed the movie there was a, a third guy that was also a predator and they cut him out of the movie completely oh yeah so he never even made the movie even though he was there throughout the whole filming uh but most of the scenes that we saw is the guy that we met in london i forget his mm. name now i'm i'm so bad at names but. yeah i don't remember anybody um, like 2023 like year in review fuck i don't remember last week yeah and then we met Dean last year at London. Yes. Um, I will say this. It's been amazing that we've been able to meet people like that and make connections like that. And, and you know, we met the doctor last year as well at London. You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, what's his name again? Robert Beltran. Robert Beltran? Is that his name? The doctor from Voyager. I'm not a Doctor Who person. No, no, the doctor. Sorry, no, the doctor from Voyager. Oh, okay. That's Chakotay, isn't it? Yeah. Robert Beltran is Chakotay. I forget his name now. I can't believe I forget his name. But we met the doctor. We filmed a little bit with him in our Predator suits. Like we've Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo. Thank you. Yes. We've actually been able to meet like actors and monster actors and stunt people. And we've been able to meet a bunch of, of people through this, which has been awesome. I mean, that's, that's that in itself is, is big plus of, of dressing up, you know, in, in these characters. It's like, this is a good perk. <laughs> it is. Um, the last event we did this year, Cosmos in the district. Again, we were all there. Um, the last chance for us to really get to hang out of the year, right? I mean, we're not, most of us aren't going to see each other till March. Um, so we got a chance to hang out, you know, go downtown Toronto, do the Christmas market. Um, although we don't really get a chance to do the Christmas market, do we? Because it's pandemonium when we show up in our costume. Yeah, it's pandemonium. Yeah, you walk around being like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, and the longer it goes on in the daytime, it, it's more of like a just like a sardine can of people, right? Just mm -hmm. thousands of people every minute show up there. It's crazy. It's fun, but we don't we didn't get a chance to really do anything or buy anything or you know what I mean. Like it's again, it's it was very busy. being hurted. I think it's and, because it was warmer this year, right? Like more people it were was, right? yeah. it was an outdoor event, and it wasn't really that cold. <laughs> So everyone could go out without being like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which was last year. Last year was friggin' freezing uh, and snowing. So it, it, that's why I think there were so many people is it was such a nice weekend. 
warm yeah. weekend that yeah it was just piled with people oh data said you met christy brinkley that's right we forgot did. about that we did meet christy brinkley uh funny enough she wanted a picture with us yeah she, she came, came running down side. yeah she's like oh can i get a picture with you guys <laughs> like of course so cool um same thing with um oh god who was he uh was he from oh was he from star wars no no he was from uh a karate kid show oh uh, cobra um, kai uh he was in the original one of the original movies as well and, and then was all is also in cobra kai but him it was his wife his wife was freaking out right and his wife wanted us to come over and she wanted to get pictures with us so again we got pictures with them as well um todd Statchwitch, Statchwitch, Statch. i can never pronounce his name but shaw. uh shaw from uh picard season three yes yep. we got to meet him as well uh yeah we got to meet so many people this year that was i mean that's i, I love that that's so, so much fun. fun so much fun we don't get to meet people at cosmos in the district but we did almost get kicked out <laughs> Um, yes so so close if <laughs> yeah. jeff hadn't like snuck in there and tried to talk the guy off the ledge oh. we would have been like okay yeah time to go yeah he did not like us no he came in pretty hot and bothered and it's like dude what's the big deal man like we're in it's fucking christmas and we're in christmas costume like, what's that's your problem right it's such a weird i get it from like their side as well because it's such I, like a carefully I know. organized event but like when you have helmets and predator masks and lightsabers, like obviously you're not the Santa that's been hired for this. Like it's just someone having fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I get what they're saying. They don't want people to confuse us with their people. They're hired actors. Yeah, and and, and I get that. Although, um, oh my god, people absolutely adored the Krampus. Like, oh yeah, huge hit. <laughs> Huge hit, Andrew. I he mean, everybody loved it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And but, he passed because he'd had no blood and no like weird body parts attached to his sack. It was just a little Grinch in his bag. <laughs> he was safe. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't also have a full Santa suit on like me and Rob did. Yeah. yeah. The one they really had the problem with was Rob because I, I wasn't wearing my helmet. When they yeah, because when they showed up, he didn't have his helmet on, you know. Yeah, so, so, like, so I just look like a Santa. <laughs> yeah. So that's where they had a real issue, and 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 that's where Jeff was like, okay, what about if he just doesn't take the helmet off? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. As long as he keeps the helmet on, that's fine. And I'm like trying to like sneak my sneak. Yeah, my you're like. <laughs> 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 Like, don't look at me also over here in a Santa suit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, uh, again, it was a fun event. It was a great time. We got to hang out with everybody. Uh, the beer so, at, at um, uh, what was it called? Mill Street? Mill yep. Street. That, that you couldn't bring from one side to the other. Yeah. I so, don't get on that. the way to Mill Street, I that's when it started to get, like, um, an anxiety attack inducing amount of people were around and I somehow I got separated from the group. So the security had told me, don't take off your helmet, but and you can see this kid, like this kid grabs me and he's looking at me all weird. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell him like, I'm just a character from Fortnite, Right. It's okay. I'm cool. And then I turn around and I'm like, guys, 
Where'd you go? And I can't take my mask off, right? And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I don't know which way Mill Street is. I'm like, I think it's this way. So I'm just like hurtling along like a penguin wearing a freaking Kylo Ren helmet with billion people around me. And I'm like trying to I'm like take it off my mask, like looking around, like, okay, and put it in the back. Trying, <laughs> trying to find out where Mill Street is. Oh, it was, it was a little bit. Yeah. Terrifying. It's like just quick, quick reconnaissance. Helmet back on. Yeah. Making sure the security guy doesn't see me. Yeah. Oh. It was terrible. Yeah, as soon as you got into Mill Street, you're like, okay, time for no more Santa suit. Let's just get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I took it all off. Like, fuck this Santa suit. Uh, Dean's asking if you give them a heads up that you're coming. Would it be okay? So um, that's what the guy was talking about. He said to like reach out an email and sort of like give a lowdown yeah. of who would be coming. They can like let you know if some of the costumes would be questionable or you might get a trouble. Yeah. yeah. They told us that the year before too, but we forgot. <laughs> This Which time we're gonna weird. make a note and remember it. <laughs> a little weird because last year, um, same thing. They approached us, but they loved it. They took pictures with us, and they're like, you know, you yeah. should really give us a call ahead of time. But you know, whatever. Like they loved it. But this year, it's same. I'm pretty sure it was the same guy came in hot and was not happy. You also don't uh, know what like the rest of the morning had been like. Like something might have gone wrong. Yeah, but, like, for sure. Already, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yes, I think <laughs> I, I think we would have to call them ahead of time and say, "Hey, this is what we want to do, and this is when we want to come," and make sure we get there okay. And if they say no, we come on a different day. <laughs> we go on a completely <laughs> yeah. different day. And we don't let them know again that we're coming. No, yeah, no, we weren't the guys that called you. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that's the way to go. That was, yeah, was Cosplay Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, we had our 100th podcast episode this year. Um, I think it's worth talking about quickly again, even though, again, it was just a reminiscing type of, of episode where – we talked about some of our favorite episodes and so on and so forth, but we reached a hundred episodes of this podcast. I'm not going to lie. When me and Jeff started this, I didn't think we would get to a hundred, no. um, much less 118 now. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think we would get to a hundred. Now it looks like we're on our way to 200 and, and who knows when this is going to end at this point. So Big thanks, by the way, to everybody that joins us every week. We love you guys. If it wasn't for you guys watching, obviously, it would just be us rambling on by ourselves. You guys coming in, watching, commenting, interacting with us is what makes this worthwhile. So thank you so much, guys. We love you. Um, please, please keep coming back. Please click that like and subscribe button if you haven't already. Super, super important, and it's completely free. Well, we really appreciate you guys, and we love that you guys come out to these events, too. Um, mm -hmm. Again, without you guys, these events are nothing. Um, so yeah, it's, just, it's just standing awesome. around, like, twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. We need the friends. It's awesome <laughs> that everybody wants to get involved and everybody wants to hang out. Um, and that's, for me, it's what it's about, right? I'll, I'll be 100% honest. We want to talk about doing things for the community and blah, blah, blah. I just like to hang out with people, you know what I mean? Like, I love to be able to dress up and hang out and 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 see everybody and grab a beer and and that for me that's what it's all about. Yeah, and honestly, like 
for lack of a better word, like our friends, the people that listen to this, the people that we spend time with at conventions, like they're our community. So like Mm -hmm. we're doing stuff for them and for us and to just have fun. It's not weird when there's other people that do it too. Well, exactly. Right. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're going to do more events next year, guys. You don't have to worry about it. We're definitely going to be doing Cosmos again. We're definitely going to be doing May the, May the 4th again. Um, we don't know what our convention lineup is going to look like. Unfortunately, most of the cons, well, I say most of the cons. The Informa cons, we always only know last minute if we're even in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first time we got into Fan Expo, we didn't find out till three weeks before the show. Talk about stress. Yeah, three weeks before the show, they finally got back to us to tell us, oh, by the way, guys, you get a booth. So we don't really know what our con lineup's going to look like this year. Um, the one con that we have applied for already is Toronto Comic Con, so we're waiting to hear back from that. Beyond that, we're going to spill those beans later when we've all had a chance to sit down and discuss and, and figure out our game plan and, and all that stuff. Uh, but looking forward to the con season, for sure. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. And Comic-Con, March sounds like a long way away, but it's only, what, 10 weeks away? Yeah. Oh, God, that don't far. say that. Yeah. Don't say that. you got to build something. It's not far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm 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 hoping to get going on my freeze here after the holidays are done and have that ready for yes for Comic Con and uh, you know what we'll, 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 let's let's leave that for uh, we'll talk about that in a minute yeah 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 um another thing that we did this year that was a first for us um was the UCF the Ultimate Character Face Off. It was just a silly thing that we came up with and it was really fun. And we've done a bunch of top tens over the last couple of years. And this was like a, a, a spin on the top 10, right? It was a way to, you know, talk about the characters that we all love and, and ranking them without actually ranking them. Right. Voldemort won, by the way, which I still protest to this day. I yeah, it's not a good podcast unless some people get mad. <laughs> Listen, that is bullshit, and I will keep saying it. I am I do not agree that Voldemort should have won that. Well, he needs to defend his title in 2024. Saying, no, no, there won't again. be any title match. It'll be a different category, I think, fighting in 2024. But we are gonna bring the UCF back, guys. Don't worry about that. The UCF is gonna come back. We're gonna have another face-off. Whether we have the same type of format. Or it's a little bit condensed into one episode instead of two. Or maybe it's a longer thing that is a recurring thing. And, you know, it takes three or four episodes across the span of a few months to get to the final. The final, I don't know. We're going to figure that out. But the UCF is going to be coming back. And if there's one show this year that I want to, again, go back and talk about very, very quickly. Last week's episode. We've got Alan Henry on. Yeah, Alan is amazing. Um, we spent a bunch of time talking with him after we went off the air. The guy is the most Canadian, non-Canadian I've ever met. <laughs> New Zealanders, man. They're uh, listen, so nice. <laughs> it, the, the guy is freaking amazing. Um, again, somebody that has so much information. 
I, I, I kept asking him questions. And, and after I was telling him, I was like, dude, we, we've been on the air for like an hour and a half and we didn't even get through half of our list of questions. Um, so much stuff that I, I want to know from him. You know, there's so much things that he's done and he's so personable. It was so good. And he was so like easy to listen to. I don't think I've ever sent as many questions to a chat like during mm-hmm. a podcast as I did during that episode. Yeah. He, he would he, say he something was... and then you're just like, oh, what about this? What about this? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing to have these types of guests on. We're going to try to do more of that this year. I don't know how. We've got to find a way to get more people like say... that on. Yeah, we gotta start. Um, gotta start reaching out to people. Jeez. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that that was amazing. We had another guest we were supposed to have on this year that we kind of got connected through through somebody that we know, one of our actually one of our viewers. Unfortunately, nothing happened with that. He didn't ever got back to us, so we weren't able to get that set up. But you know, we want to get more people like that on that you know have actual things to talk about other than just us old geezers ranting about, you know, Star Trek and Star Wars. Did you see the episode last week? (laughs) So, you know, when you're saying count me in on being a guest in 2024, buddy, anytime you let me know when you're available, we'll have you on. Uh, Steve is saying I was sad to be working again last week during that episode. I'm going to read it here instead. I was sad. I was sad to be working again last week during that episode, but just listening was fantastic. I can't wait to meet him. Very talented. And I'd love to understand more about the movement aspects. Actually, that's one of the things that I wanted to get into a little bit with him that we never got the chance to get into was when he's preparing for a role, like, right. Like when you're going to play Kong, you, you, you got to move like an ape right now. He, luckily, he had the advantage of having worked on Planet of the Apes, having done a lot of stunt work for specifically Caesar and some of the other apes. He, I'm assuming he already had some of those movement downs, but how do you, how do you, like, how do you come up with that? How do you, like, do you get, is there training for that? Like, is there a peeper person in your living in class room? Of, like in yeah. Like, how do you TV? figure out how to move like an ape? Right. So, there's a lot of stuff behind the types of performance that he does that I would have loved to, to, to get more information about. Uh, Dean says, uh, Paul, Paul, son, Hyundai, son, Hyundai, what? I, I think he wrote that wrong. Uh, uh, I would say he probably yes. got caught with autocorrect. Yes. Uh, would be a great guest on your show. He's so funny and personable. Well, funny enough. That's who I was talking about, uh, who we got connected, but he never got back to us. So, um, hopefully we can try to get connected with him again and have him on next year because that would be fantastic as well. Adid says, sorry for the spelling. Don't worry, but we <laughs> we understood. <laughs> yeah, so you go and try and type it on your phone and then your your keyboard's like, you mean this, right? And you're like, no. <laughs> I didn't mean duck. <laughs> um, Mine knows what I mean now. It doesn't try and change it. <laughs> Guys, we've been on for an hour. Uh, so we're going to have to cut this off soon, but, um, obviously 2024 is to come. Um, as far as plans go for me for 2024, my only solid plan is my freeze. I'm hoping to get freeze done for, um, Comic-Con in March. That'll be fun. 
I've started <laughs> some research on another project um, that we've kind of been talking about for a while. Um, do you, you want to? Do you want to show what you got? Yeah. Do you want to show what you got already? I'll show you. And I, I got a head start on it, but you know, I got it right here because I knew this would be coming up. Yeah. Get out of the way, microphone. Yes, sir. So, so good. My Optimus helmet. So there you go. So that's right. We are looking into doing Transformers this year. We've been talking about doing Transformers probably for like five years. We've been talking about making Transformers. Um, I love that that specific Prime. That's the Prime from uh, um, Rise of the Beasts. It is. Right? Yeah. He's it's like the, the G1 style. The G1, yeah. Yeah, G1 style, but with more details, right? I love that. I love that that series actually brought the G1 Transformers to the screen versus these weird ones that we got before. Um, yeah. We, I always wanted to do a more G1 style, but seeing what they did, I think that's what I want to do too now. I want to... Well, I'm going to say it right now. I'm doing Megatron. Yeah. I'm going to do Megatron. And I want to update Megatron, G1 Megatron, as if he was in a live action movie today. The same way that they did Prime for Rise of the Beasts. So I want to do that to Megatron. I want it to still be the G1 style. Just a bit more detailed. A bit more detailed and, and you know, adjusting his chrome colors a little bit to look more like an actual. Listen, I, I yeah, that's the research that I'm doing right now. Obviously, this guy over here. Somebody had to start. We had to rip a Band-Aid off and yeah. just started on it. So he's obviously uh, got a head start on it. Uh, but that that's, that's likely going to be our next big build. Whether we get those done by an expo is, is another story. Yeah, that's uh, they're going to be big builds. We'll um, I got some time off for the next few days. We'll see what happens. Well, you know, the, the the thing with a build like this is is you know this is the kind of build that'll be ready when they're ready. Yeah, th- yeah, this is gonna. You know, if they're ready no- for twenty twenty four, great. If not, then you know they'll be next year. Um, Anything you guys want to specifically do or see or build or cosplay or what what are you what are you guys looking forward to for 2024? I would say my only solid plan for 2024 is to finally do uh the House of the Dragon costumes cuz I've been putting that mm-hmm. off for a year so I'm going to actually work on those. Yeah. And I keep changing which one I want to do because they just came out with a new trailer and Renera has like three new outfits and I'm like oh they're all beautiful. Oh no! <laughs> now I have to make all of them. <laughs> I need to do everything now. That's the nice oh, thing about man. that show is that there's so many, like any character from that show, you could do. There's so much detail. In you know, thirty different detail. outfits, right? Yep. But no, I would say I'm set down because I'm like I want to have those done before the new season comes out. So that is my deadline. I am putting it on myself. It will be done before the next season's out. That's in the summer, correct? Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> Cutie's asking, is Jeff going Fox. to be Megan Fox? Um, Perfect. I don't think there's a G1 version of Megan Fox. 
<laughs> what's that small little annoying sidekick one what's the name of that one <laughs> uh the kid the kid in uh, the original transformers movie what was his name uh not buzz um i forget his name now is jeff gonna be megan fox <laughs> what about you rob what are you uh mostly looking forward to in uh, 2024 i don't know um now that i've started on this i'm gonna probably keep making the mm -hmm. optimus i really 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 want to make an iron throne um but i'm hemming and hawing on that i need to find a whole shit ton of pvc to make my vision but uh no i don't know that's all i got planned so far yeah like Sintra, uh like pvc board do you mean yeah, PVC board or PVC yeah. pipes or they can all. Uh, the problem with PVC pipe is, is is flattening it out. It's a pain in the ass, right? Yeah, yeah. the The default is to buy some PVC sheets. Yeah, from eight by four, but money. Yeah, not cheap. They're not cheap. Not cheap at all. No. What about uh, you? Um, you know, I everything. All I'm really things. looking forward to a getting back to cons. Um, hopefully having a couple new costumes this year. I feel like I haven't really had any new costumes in a, in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, hopefully a couple new costumes this year. Uh, well, mainly freeze and Balin. Those are kind of my two, yeah. my two main ones that, I'm not going to make Balin. I'm mostly going to buy Balin stuff. I'm just going to make, you know, the armor and the bracers and such. But um, new guests on the show, you know, yes. trying to get the podcasts, you know, to new heights. Uh, yeah. And just keep meeting people. I mean, again, this is a big part of, of the appeal for me is, is getting to meet people and, and hanging out with people and, and, you know, just being able to be ourselves, yeah. to do what we like to do and hang out and be kids again. You know, I think there's a big part of what we do is is being able to bring out our inner kids, our inner child, and 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 do stuff that for me I wasn't able to do when I was a kid. So yeah. So what am I looking forward about 2024? The geeks of code is what I'm looking forward to in 2024. Oh, yay! <laughs> Uh, you rehearse that? The Iron Throne at the booth would be epic. It sure yes, it would. would. Yes, it would. Be so cool. I just uh, need materials. That's all. He says, just do foam. No, good, but it's it's. There's something there's about the tactile of if it's hard, it feels more real. Even if it's plastic, it'll feel more metal than if it was foam, right? And uh, if. If I'm going to have it at the booth at something the size of Comic-Con or Fan Expo and 10,000 people are going to sit on it, it needs to be able to withstand that many people. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, Dean is saying, finally doing a Strange New World costume. First on Star Wars for me. Red shirt with fancy boots. Oh, well, look, look, Ooh. you're here. Mr. Fancy Pants with the $700 boots that, you know, are making the rounds right now. Apparently, they're made here in Canada. I didn't even realize that. They're made locally here in the GTA. Um... 
the fancy the actual boots boots that they wear on the set of strange new worlds that michael has that christina has that now it's a local designer that makes them um so mr 501st over here is gonna have a trek costume we're gonna have to bug him about that next year um he's also saying here it's hard to bring out new costumes when everyone likes your predators they like what they like and and you know, I, 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 I did have that bit of a dilemma at one point where it's like, well, if I wear the Predator every time, people are just going to freak out every time. And, you know, people love it. Right. So why not keep doing it? But then it's like, but but then I want to do different things. Right. Like I want I don't I don't want to just be the Predator. And the flip side of that is I don't want people to get sick of them. I'm feeling yeah. now where people have seen so much of the Predators that. Oh, yeah, it's the Predators. Yeah. Oh, it's those guys. You know what I mean? Like, there's the like the the impact of of seeing the predators walking through their house, the crowd, and hearing the clicking, has kind of diminished it a little bit because now they've been seeing in my year after year, right? So, yeah, just one uh, one is a break just to like make sure it doesn't get burnt out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with you know even if we bring him at every con, but one day. <laughs> Like we've yeah. been doing, right? Like just the one day. Um, at least until we have something else that is is better or a bigger impact or whatnot, right? Jen says maybe Jen will do a cosplay. No idea what, but maybe she'll surprise y'all. I hey. mean, really? Yes. <laughs> Cause you know, I've been I've been trying to get her in cosplay, guys, like for years now. Um, so yes, please. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Uh, she says, I disagree. No one says that of stormtroopers or Mando and, and you're right, but Mando's only been around for like a few years. Um, and, and, and I feel like already now, unless you have like a really, 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 really top notch Mando. Like Christina's, I would say, God, yeah. Christina. Unless, unless you're Christina, like the Mandos are already starting to lose their appeal as well, you know. And, and when it comes to the stormtroopers, you see a single stormtrooper or two stormtroopers or three stormtroopers walking through the con, and then eh, they're stormtroopers. The impact is when you've got twenty of them, right? Yeah. Um, so again, it, it, you're right, but you know, there's not twenty predators, right? And and, and would there be another big impact if, for example, we had a xenomorph with the Predators, right? Could that change the impact of the show? Perhaps. That'd be fun. Right? Um, but yeah. Megan's the only one on our team that could move like a xenomorph anymore. I've gone down I'm that rabbit hole a couple of way times. Too, way too would, old. To I have that. no idea where I'd even start on building that. I'd probably just be like throwing things at you guys going, help Mm-hmm. I'm a we fabric get, person. We get the three of us in a room for a few hours, and we'll yeah, something. we could help out. We could help out. You may yeah, you may need to take a couple trips out this way here and there, but we could help you out. I mean, that's we could figure it out. I say I'm already driving to Scarborough. I'll just do an extra extra detour when I'm visiting that. For sure, if you're going to be in Scarborough at any time, we're like like 15 minutes, 20 minutes from Scarborough, right? So yeah, just a little yeah. extra. It's good. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. I think that's going to be it for this week. 
Uh, guys, if you like I said earlier, if you haven't clicked that like and subscribe button, please, please do. Um, oh, Michael says Pippa Latex wants to do a Xeno. I mean, I would love to see a Latex Xeno. That would be dope, actually. The, the, the shiny quality the shine, of the latex yeah. the would, would really work well for a xenomorph. So that could be really cool. Um, any anything you guys want to talk about, cover, discuss, announce, uh, pitch before we go? No. I was gonna say I'm drawing a blank. Hi, no. I I make things. I have a shop where I sell medieval and fantasy clothing. <laughs> Check that out. What's the link? Uh, what's the... Um... It is uh, Valkyrie Custom Wear. There you go. If you want to look that up, I have uh, Instagram. I have a website. There's also Etsy, wherever you want to do your shopping for it. If you need cloaks, it's, I'm your person. Now, Megan, do, do you... You don't carry stock, right? Like, everything is made to order, correct? So I have some things that are stock. I have uh, a run of jackets right now that I have some stock left. Oh, okay. But most of my pieces are made to order. It'll right. say on like the listing, all of my medieval stuff is made to order. It's more mm -hmm. so like my foray into day-to-day -day wear that is uh, more stock pieces. And then when somebody wants to order something, what kind, of, what kind of lead time are we talking about here? Usually on average, like if I'm ordering a piece, so let's say I want a piece for now, Fan Expo. Like when do I need to order it if I want it for Fan Expo? Uh, so it... It depends on the time of year. So for Fan Expo, I would say you're probably safe anytime in like June or even early July. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But as it gets further into like summer and fall, it starts getting busier. Basically, mm -hmm. if you want something really quickly, order it through like <laughs> January through like the end of March, because that's when it's my slowest time. So I have lots of times for very specific custom things. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, keep that in mind. Guys, if you want some cool ass medieval wear, check out Valkyrie Custom Wear. Uh, Instagram is probably the best place to check out what you've done. Yeah, it's good. The for website is where you can and go also and for order. messaging. I see my Instagram messages were way easier than emails. Emails seem to bounce for some reason, which is hmm, eh. weird. <laughs> okay, Rob, what about you? Didn't we already do me? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Rob said no. No, I got nothing. No. no, Roberto, the bad guy. Just uh, if you're going to be celebrating this New Year's Eve, be responsible. Don't drink mm -hmm. and drive. Have your pets spayed and neutered. Take all the yes. time. Yeah, uh, we got a card from the main man himself. Merry fragging Christmas from our favorite Lobo, Mr. Doug Doherty. <laughs> Doug, thanks for the card. Doug sends us a card every year. Does he? He's the best. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, really appreciate the thought, Doug. Uh, for me, again, we're at the end of the year. We don't have a show next week. We're going to be back in two weeks. I believe it will be a top 10, but stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be posting on our Instagram what that actual show is going to be. Uh, guys, this will be it for this week. Happy New Year, everybody. Make sure you stay safe. If you're going to be driving, guys, don't drink. If you're going to be drinking, don't fucking drive. Pretty simple. <laughs> Call an Uber. Keys to us. There's plenty of stuff around. Don't go putting yourself in the position you can't get yourself out of. Okay. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you in the new year.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything. 